witness, bear witness to the greatest park has ever created, the smelling sod, starring Mr. Moonshine. Yeah, yeah, get the smelling song. Fimo. I'ma knock him out, get the smelling song. Loma. I'ma knock him out, get the smelling song. Canella. Hook, white crowds, smelling song. Pacquiao. Yeah, yeah, get the smelling song. Charlo. I'ma knock him out, get the smelling song. Spence. I'ma knock him out, get the smelling song. Bud. I'ma knock him out, get the smelling song. Fury. Yeah, yeah, get the smelling song. Wilder. Yeah, yeah, get the smelling song. AJ. Yeah, yeah, get the smelling song. You know I'ma knock him out, get the smelling song. Punch. Ooh, baby, you already know this is Punk, Drunk, Boxing, aka Mr. Moo. Oh, shine himself, aka El Adobo, aka El Sazon, aka El Borracho. Ladies and gentlemen, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, wherever you are on this side of heaven. God bless you all. Ladies and gentlemen, if you've been following the channel, the YouTube channel, Punch Run Boxing, if you've been following um the website, punchrunboxing.net, if you've been following the Smelling Salt podcast, you would know that I've been saying that boxing got great momentum. Boxing is going to go right to the top of the sports industry. Oh, yeah, like it once was back in the days, you know, back in the 80s and 70s, you know, when boxing was a major sport. When people respected boxing, when people respected that the champions are the king of the world, especially the heavyweight champion was the king of the world. When people respected fighters, when people respected fighters as a modern day warriors, modern day gladiators. Yeah, it's going back to that, ladies and gentlemen. And Jamel Charlo, super welterweight, unified champion of the world who got one belt away to become undisputed. Y'all already know the most prestige accomplishment in the sport of boxing to become undisputed, baby. Jamel Charlo going to be facing Brian Castaño July 17th for a legacy fight. Great accomplishing fight. You know, it's for all the, the marbles. All for all the marbles. All the hardware. And y'all already know y'all heard that Tyson Fury is going to be fighting Deontay Wilder on the trilogy. July 24th. One week away. I know my math. Seven days. Here we go. But this uncircumstance and the unfortunate tension that's going on. I'm going to tell you like this. The Tyson Fury and Deontay Wilder got a racial overtone that I don't think right now is needed in the sport of boxing. I don't think right now is needed in society. I'm one of those guys that I do not think that there is a racial problem in the sport of boxing. I think that fight of that fans go and root for their countrymen. There are people that's gonna that is gonna root for the for the fighters that they identify with, whatever race. But I don't think it's a racial problem. I don't think that there's racial tension. I don't think there's racism right now in the sport of boxing. Now there's many people be out there. There's gonna be disagree. It's always racism anywhere. It's always racism and every and a lot of people. You know why I do believe that people play the self victimhood stuff. I think people just capitalizing off that too much. I think people now are trying to create racism when it's not there. You know, just for example, if you can't get a cab. Or if you can't get a job, you run away and be like, you, you, you're going to run and run your mouth and say, well, I, I, I ain't get a job because I'm black. I ain't get a job because of, of, of my skin complexion. You know, I think now we're, we're, um, we're assuming stuff. We're just making up stuff. I'm not saying that stuff in the past was made up. All I'm saying is that right now we got to know that things have changed, that things have gotten way better. And if we don't see it that way, then the people that fought for, 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 the, for, for how we are today and how we overcame 
and how have we evolved as a people in America, then those people died in vain if we don't believe in that. If we think that the things stay the same, then what, what they did in the past, what did Michael Max and Martin Luther King did in the past, why did, did, did Rosa Parks say, um, did it for nothing, Does all these civil rights leaders did it for nothing. So we got to take into consideration that things have gotten better. Now in the sport of boxing, boxing is so good that we have different champions all over the world. You know, if you look at the pound for pound list, we got Canelo Alvarez from Mexico. We got Jamel Charlo, America. We got um, Ioka from Japan, Ioka from Japan. We have had Triple G from Kazakhstan. We have had Kovalev in, um, from, from Russia. We have had all these pound for pound for all over the world. We have champions all over the world. We have Richard Comey as a champion when he, when he was a champion from Ghana. We have it all. We have Manny Pacquiao from the Philippines. We have Casimero from the Philippines. Huh? From all over the world. We got Chocolatito from Nicaragua. All over the world. Everybody, everybody get there. We have Rigandiao from Cuba. We have Brian Castaño from Argentina. Ladies and gentlemen, boxing is so great. Everybody get their chance to be, to be a champion. Every country, basically all the major countries, all the country get their chance for them, for their own country to have a, a, a champion. Whether it's a flyweight, whether it's from welterweight, whatever. You, there's a champion. And somebody's being rep is representing their country. So, we already know, if you've been following the sport of boxing, that Deontay Wilder in the recent interview with Ray Flores, PBC Ray Flores, you know Ray Flores, the one that sounds like he's always announcing, even when he's having a conversation, I'm here with Deontay Wilder, and... Um, he's oh Ray Flores, I mean, he's doing the thing, he's grinding out here in these in, in this boxing streets, but... My man, do you sound like that when you with your wife or something like that? Can you imagine Ray Flores asking his wife to get, you know, get, get, get him some, some love? Hi, honey. I'm just coming from work. Um, would you like to have sex or maybe we could try and have a baby? Um, I think it's time. How's your eggs? Or do you know? <laughs> you know? <laughs> like, Ray, like, Ray, do you normally talk like that, Ray Flores? Does Ray Flores normally talk like that? Please tell me. Well, um, I'm here, IG Live, PBC, and I'm here with Deontay Wilder, and we're going to ask him some few questions. <laughs> hey, honey, I'm feeling kind of horny, honey. Um, would you care for us to go upstairs and do a little, you know, uh, Okay, fucky. Ray Flores always in an announcing voice. My man, do you sound like that? <laughs> Probably his wife. Why you sound like that? Why you sound like that? Like, please, can you just switch up, honey? You're not at work. You're not at work. Sweet talk to me. <laughs> but what are you talking about, honey? Um, I think you look wonderful today. Uh, <laughs> so anyway, Ray Flores, Deontay Wilder had an interview recently, right? And Ray Flores asked him, and I'm just paraphrasing, he asked him Deontay Wilder a question and said, during the 17 months, you know, it's been 17 months since you lost to Fury. Um, wh why do you think things transpired the way they did? Why, 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 what, what do you feel about the, the fight? And Deontay Wilder went straight into the, into the race. He said, you know, you know it's the chocolate. He was feeling his skin and saying the chocolate skin. And then he said, white privilege. Oh. Damn, ran away with white privilege. And I disagree with that. 
I think that skills beat Deontay Wilder. And I know there's been a lot of allegations, a lot of excuses, whatever. They, uh, Deontay Wilder has rubbed a lot of people wrong. Uh, Deontay Wilder also, if you don't believe, it seems like if you don't believe in what he feels happened or believe that happened, that he feels like you're the enemy. That's not fair at all, my brother Wilder. But Jamal Charlo, during the interview, Jamal Charlo was in the comment box and he actually typed in race don't matter. And then he followed up by saying, um, what he said, what he said. He followed up by saying, um, damn it, I just got in the tip of my tongue. What he said, what he said, what he said, pause. <laughs> he said, skills pay the bills. Now, what he meant by that comment was that he don't believe that that race was the issue, that race was the fault of Deontay Wilder losing. It was actually that skills, that Tyson Fury skill set beat you. So he was saying that race didn't matter. It was about the skills. Oh, a lot of people took it another way. And you know, there's a lot of delusional Wilder fans. I mean, there, there is, I, like, I'm a Wilder fan, but there's delusional one that I got to separate myself from these folks. These folks, I know that they cut down on, on, on a mental illness funds and stuff like that. But these are a lot of people out there on some 1986 crack. That 1986 crack back in the days with crack ever. They're going to die. Jungle fever, Samuel L. Jackson-ish. They think Wilder's their king, bro. I'm going to tell you like this. They, they, if, they, if they wife, if, they, if, they, if these fellas have a wife or husband, whatever, you know, it's prime, it's prime month. So, you know, I, 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 ain't try, I ain't judging people. I ain't judging you. But damn. I think ever, ever, ever since Prime Month did come through with fruition, these guys is all the way on some lovable stuff with, with, with Deontay Wilder, the king. Law. But anyway, Deontay Wilder, I mean, Jamel Charlo, I, I, I agree with Jamel Charlo. Skills pay the bills. Deontay Wilder, you already know that he blamed the, the gloves. He said that it was abnormal, the way he was moving. He said uh, they, he fired Mark Breland. Mark Breland tampered with his water. And in the same in the same interview, in, re, in the recent interview, he also said he got no proof. And I mean, come on, if you ain't got no proof, don't say shit. I mean, look at the way the, the world is in a community today where people get locked up. You know, innocent people getting locked up. No proof. And people believe, and you know what I'm saying? We living in a world right now in a community that is. Guilty unto proven innocence. It's supposed to be innocence of proven guilty. And now you bring that type of element. Really? Come on, you a brother. Come on, Wilder. You gotta be you gotta bring proof. You can feel a certain way, but don't say it out loud. But anyway, it it, it happened. We've been hearing this stuff from boxing content creators that Deontay Wilder cater tools and feed and feed them these information. Well, Jamel Charlo is not towing the line of that. Jamel Charlo is woke. All right, he's just keeping it real. He's just keeping it real. What most of the people saw, and we saw that Tyson Fury whoop Deontay Wilder's behind. Pause. I gotta say pause because you know really it's prime off. Anyway, and they took it as he's not, he's not, he's not um, on code. Meaning on code means to 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 some people and to those people. On code means that you can't justify um, things in public uh, from another brother. You can't. You you gotta agree. You gotta st you gotta stay in line. You have to 
uh, uh, agree with Deontay Wilder. You have to agree you can't justify anything in public when it comes to black, um, let's say, you know, black people. You got to rock, you got to rock with the with the narrative, you got to rock with the explanation, you got to rock with it, you got to rock with whatever Deontay Wilder said or any black brother say, and that's standing on code. Basically, in my opinion, their code, these people that, 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 that have been talking about code, their code is hate everybody else, love black and hate everybody else. This I'm, I'm just talking about these couple of YouTube hosts, unboxing content creators in the YouTube circuit. The same media that Deontay Wilder, some of the media that Deontay Wilder trusts. I'm not talking about Ellie Setback, he's Jew. But I'm talking about the rest of them. I ain't gonna say no names, but if you've been following, you just go, you do your own research. I don't got no time to be naming names. I just ain't first and 48, goddammit. If you know, you know. But Jamel Charlo, who is a honorable man, honorable champion, constant professional. Always stays ready. Always stay prepared. Yeah, he had a defeat, but he went back into the drawing board, and then he beat Tony Harrison. He stopped Tony Harrison. He's been doing the hard way. He don't give a damn who's in the ring. He don't give a damn he's fighting a Latin, a white, or, or, or a black. His goal is to become undisputed champion of the world. And if you look at all the champions, especially here in America, Jamel Charlo is actually taking the lead. Jamel Charlo's actually doing what people... Been asking fighters to do. Fight the best. Challenge yourself. Go after the money. I mean, go after the, the, the belts. I said go after the money. He got both. But go after the belts. Go after the accomplishment. Because at the end of the day, legacy reigns supreme. And Jamel Charlo is a prime example of a few fighters that's going for legacy. So what's Jamel Charlo, who has a valid opinion, understand what happened in that ring. Between Deontay Wilder and Tyson Fury. He said that Tyson Fury. Well, it, I mean, skillful, it, w beat him skillfully. The skill set beat Deontay Wilder. He was rooting for Deontay Wilder. But they, a lot of people don't care. No Wilder care. Fast forward. Fast forward to that. People wanted to turn this around with Jamel Charlo. About, about, about him saying that race doesn't, doesn't matter. Or don't matter. They trying to say that Jamel Charlo meant it like overall, like in society and stuff like that, outside of boxing. That's not what he meant. Any, any logical person, any people with any person with common sense understood exactly what Jamel Charlo was talking about. If he was watching that interview, he was talking about, he was talking about that Tyson Fury, that there, Tyson Fury beat Deontay Wilder because of skills, not race. Not because of the chocolate skin, not because of the white skin, nothing like that. Jamel Charlo was being real and he's being real. Now things are getting are escalating because following it up with that, in an interview, Deontay Wilder said that he'll smack Jamel Charlo. Ooh. You see? Now it's going somewhere it don't need to go. Now it's going somewhere it don't need to go. And then recently this past weekend, while Jamal Charlo, his brother, was fighting. And he was doing press. He was talking to the media. Jamel Charlo said, when he got a wind of Deontay Wilder saying that he would smack him, Jamel Charlo, and I'm just paraphrasing, was saying that, you, you know, that he got people, he got shooters. He got people that would kill for him. Ooh, now it's escalating, folks. 
Now a lot of people feel like, oh, Jamel Charlo, well, well, Jamel Charlo, why he's talking like that? Why now? Why he's going up to that level? Now let me tell you street talk, guy, because a lot of people out here don't understand this. The street. Let me give you. Let me let me let me tell you about. Let me listen. Let, let, listen to me, y'all. Jamel Charlo wasn't trying to be tough. Jamel Charlo was not trying to be tough. Jamel Charlo was being real. Now if you don't understand how people in the street moves, or you don't understand. Let me give you, let, 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 me, let me explain something to you. If you ain't street, or you don't know the code, or if you don't know what can happen, or you don't know how, thi- how, how things should be moving. Jamel Charlo got people on payroll. Jamel Charlo takes care of his family and the friends around him. Jamel Charlo is, it, Jamel Charlo and his brother, of course. They don't the want, they don't the want to supply the funds. They're going to be protected. Just like Deontay Wilder is going to be protected by his people, by his friends, family, and associates, or anybody that just want to be around him, that love him, and stuff like that. So Jamal Charlo is saying this, you harming me, or you trying to harm me, you got to understand, there's people out there that's willing to kill for me. You got to understand, there's people out there that will get you if you even try to test or even threaten to try to get me. Now, in the street, sometimes a, a guy like a Jamal Charlo may, 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 could control Certain thing from escalating, but sometimes when you got that crazy dude in your crew that loves you and will and, and, and will protect you, sometimes you can't control him. He's already at a hundred. He's not on one. He's not on twenty. He's not on fifty. He's already at a hundred. He peep everything. He smell anything that's is ch- funky or there's some threat that's cu- that's surrounding that type of circle. He's gonna pop off. And Deontay Wilder probably got somebody like that. If people know street, you always got that one crazy dude or two or probably five or probably your whole crew is like that. You understand what I'm trying to say? So Jamal Charlo was not trying to be tough. He's trying to be real. You talking all that tough talk shit. You just got to remember that I got people that's going to protect me. That's people that's willing to die for me. And that's what he's trying to say. Now, what I'm trying to say, because I feel like that he was saying that off the off the defense. A lot of people took it the other way, like, oh, what? Did he shoot it? Did he going to shoot Deontay Wilder? That's not what he's saying. He's saying, like, yo, and he said it on a low-tone voice. Yo, I got people that going to protect me. You trying to harm me? You going to smack me? You think that's going to happen? I'm just letting you know. I'm, in other words, man, I'm just letting you know, my brother. If we both see each other in the same spot, it's not like I want to do I respect you, my brother. But the way you coming at me, shh, I got people willing to die for me. I'm just letting you know. So, 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 you know what I'm saying? Tone that shit down. Excuse my language. Tone it down. But we're talking street talk here. Because there's a lot of nerds out there that don't know how to move. And I could tell in the internet, there's a lot of people that, gonna say, that say stuff that you won't be saying it to nobody in person. And I'm not saying that Jamel Charles is the only guy with those people. Deontay Wilder also probably got some people like that that he feed and he got people on their payroll. And he take care of his friends and family. And he's the go-getter. He's going to be protected. What I'm saying is that this is going to another level. In the beginning of the in the beginning of the episode, I was explaining that this has a racial overtone. The Tyson Fury, Deontay Wilder, and Deontay Wilder is mentioning this race shit when they don't even need to be there. It don't need to be there, Wilder. You're creating something. You're creating a top attention, and and most and, and and most of the time, most of the time, it's not a yatu that's gonna harm yourself. Is each other's camps, is each other's peoples, each other's family, and something is gonna happen 
Unfor- I, I mean, God forbid something will happen. Because of what? Because Jamal Charles don't want to believe. It, it don't want to believe what you believe happened be- between you and Tyson Fury. Nah, come on, my brother. Come on. That's not cool. But you know I did a live show yesterday. And if y'all want to go check it out, check out the live show. And there's a lot of people that's enabling that from Deontay Wilder. And yeah, I'm, I'm speaking about Deontay Wilder because Deontay Wilder is, start, is really starting this race stuff when they don't even need to be there. It wasn't there in the first fight. It wasn't there in the second fight. So why now? Because Tyson Fury is still going to be white when you fight him. You're still going to be fighting in Las Vegas with the same people that you said, the same people that, that, that probably was in the, the uh, that you believe was in on it. Maurice, it's still the WBC. Mauricio Sudamon is going to be what well, was going to is going to commit is going to um you know commission the fight as well, sanction the fight as well. The same people. Again, Tyson Fury still going to be white. If he beats you again, you're going to go with, with, with white privilege because he's still going to be white, even though he got rhythm like a brother. <laughs> even though he got rhythm like a brother. I think Deontay Wilder need to toe down that race stuff. I understand that in America, racism is America's best business model. Is racism is lucrative and profitable. They use racism in politics. They use racism in media. Create chaos. Ignite emotions and then capitalize off those emotions. It's the same business model. People keep falling for it time and time again. And now people are using it to their advantage. Just regular people just using it to their advantage. If somebody ain't hold the door for you, it's racist. And now people so easily calling people racist. That's not cool. What's not cool also is now, you know, when we talk about black on black crime. So we doing well, what we're seeing right now, this is black on black crime. Now, people don't like to talk about that. People don't want to justify that. It is a problem in the community. And now what we watch, well, look at what we're watching right now in boxing. We've seen two brothers go at one another. I mean, I wish that Deontay Wilder would have spoke to Tyson Fury the way that he spoke like that to Jamal Charlo. That he's going to smack him. I hope you would have said that to Tyson Fury in front of his face. That's the guy that tried to murder you. That's the, child, that's the guy that, that conspired to drug you. That's the guy that did all the cheating shit. I don't see you talking about like that with Mauricio Sudamon or, or, or talking like that to the to the to the chairman of the Nevada State Commission or talk about I don't I don't hear that. And then on that press conference, Deontay Wilder ain't saying nothing to that dude. And people be like, yo, but what you talking about? You know what I'm saying? What he gonna say? What he's gonna say? He said a lot. Then it makes me think like this is all promotion. Because with all that stuff that you said. And now the dude is in your face And you ain't gonna do shit <laughs> You ain't gonna say nothing But at the end of the day right? But, 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 but what we talking about now Now this is black on black crime Now brothers is going at it One another For what? And then there's other channels That, that they say they pro black At the end of the day They're not pro black They pro wilder it's cool to be pro-black. It's cool to be pro-Latino. It's cool to be pro-whatever Asian, China, Japanese. Pro to be Ireland. Pro to be UK. Or, you know, pro to be African. Pro, pro to be, you could be pro-whatever. That's beautiful. 
but devaluing, discrediting the other race. Now that's a problem. To uplift yours, that's a problem. I think that's the issue that I have with people. Be proud of who you are and be and be pro. But being pro doesn't mean you 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 devalue, you degrade the other race. For me, that's insecurity. I think that if you, this is what I said on my live show on, you, on YouTube last night. I said, if I know I could get in contact with somebody in Wilder's camp and I could get in contact with somebody in Charlo's camp, let's do something greater because the tension right now is high and it could spill, it could spill into something that we all gonna re, we're going to regress seeing. Something could happen. There's a lot of crazy people out there. There's a lot of people that feel like they need to protect th their own. I said Jamel Charlo, Deontay Wilder, let's do our best. Whoever could contact any them or their somebody in their camp to send a message for them to come together, hash it out, make amends, clarify certain things. If Deontay Wilder feels that his Jamel, he needs Jamel Charlo, his brother, to be there for him, don't say nothing. Just be there for me or whatever. I know that the way it's looking is not looking, but I need you, my brother. Then that's that they could talk about that. And I think that both of these guys, deep down inside, bro, deep down inside, they're good brothers. I think Deontay Wilder is a good brother. I think he's a great father. I think he does have Jesus Christ in his heart. I do believe that. I became a fan of Deontay Wilder for more than just as a fighter. It was the way he was carrying himself like a man. And to be honest, this is not the type of Deontay Wilder I became a fan of. I can't identify right now that Deontay Wilder that I'm seeing and, and I'm hearing lately is not the guy that I, I became a fan of. That's not Deontay Wilder. The energy change. But for what? Not for the good. F the promotions. It's not healthy. You're better than that. Everybody going to tune in anyway. Jamel Charlo is doing everything right in my opinion. Jamel Charlo is doing everything right. And I think us as people in the culture, us people that really care about these fighters want to preserve the, the, the fighters because these are modern day wars, modern day gladiators. We don't need them going in at one another. For what? Because he don't believe what you believe. It doesn't make sense to him. It's not fair. Let's bring these brothers together. They got family. They got wives. A lot of people look up to them. They're champions in their own right. They're kings in their own right. Bring them together. Let's bring them together. They can hash it out. They could do it publicly because they've gone each they've gone on each at each other publicly. And let the world know. And inspire the world. Inspire these 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 young these young dudes, these young killers out there, man, to just hash it out, bro. Be brothers. Let's send the message, the right message. Stop enabling Wilder and how he feels. Stop enabling this, this shit. All y'all boxing content creators that are Wilder fans, that anything he does is, we need to stop that. We need to stop that. We need to help out. Y'all need to stop with the, y'all need to stop that, man.
The best side is the right side. And that's what we got to fall in line with. To be right, to be righteous, to be real. That's not going against Wilder if you go against what he's saying. A real fan will want the best for him as a person, as a fighter. So at the end of the day, let's do, let's do this for them, bro. Let's bring these brothers together. Let's let them hash it out. Got the kids in the back. Hey. Hey, hey, wait, hey. Anyway, man. So the kids is back from the park, you know. You know, I, I, I'm just a small podcaster, you know. Maybe in the future, if y'all donate to the channel, y'all already know donate to the cash app. <laughs> punch drunk. Punch, um, uh, dollar sign punch drunk. <laughs> Maybe I could move it to a bigger studio, to a studio and, and, you know, set things up so you won't hear the babies in the back crying. You feel me? <laughs> but everybody, man, for real, man, there's greater things. Let's not create tension. We don't need that right now. All we need is to unite, be stronger together. Let's send a message. Let's get Deontay Wilder and Jamal Charlo together. Let them hash it out so nothing could spill over. You know, that's real. If you want to see, because in, the, in my opinion, these guys have reached black excellence. Jamel Charlo was reaching black excellence right now, man. He's about to be undisputed, bro. He's leading the way in America right now, in my opinion. As an American, especially in the African-American community, we got fighters that's leading the way, that's doing a lot of things great. We got Jamel Charlo. We got Earl Spence. We got Teofimo Lopez. We had our heavyweight champion that we was yearning for in Deontay Wilder. You know what? I'm rooting for Deontay Wilder. Huh? I'm rooting for Deontay Wilder. Not, no, no, no. I don't take nothing away from Tyson Fury. Tyson Fury is an enigma. Tyson Fury is 6'9", 300 pounds, skillful, can move, and stuff like that. And I respect and I love his skill set. But I did, I do love the excitement that Deontay Wilder brings to boxing. People may criticize his skills, but man, I like the way he knocked people out. It's exciting. That's what I was waiting for. He woke up the heavyweight division. He woke up from a coma. I hope that the racism is toned it down. I hope that I, I, he's back in the man. Y'all training. Y'all gonna have the trilogy. It's gonna be you. It's gonna be mano we mano. All that bullshit that was talked about is not gonna matter. So, again, and y'all already know July seventeenth, Jamel Charlo gonna make history um, for himself. Future Hall of Fame already. So, a lot of things on the line. Brian Castagna is going to come to fight as well. He's a tough he's a tough opponent. He is not going to be easy. I'm going to tell you like that. It's not going to be easy. But I'm rooting for Jamal Charlo to be Brian Castagno, but it's not going to be easy. This is a 60-40 fight in my opinion. But Jamal Charlo has gotten a lot better, a lot better um, in his craft. He's one of the few fighters that has gotten better, you know, throughout, throughout the times as a professional. And maybe Jamal Charlo could give Deontay Wilder some pointers too. How to handle taking a defeat. I think they could have a great conversation. I think, I think Jamal Charlo could have a wonderful conversation with Deontay Wilder and how to handle a loss and what to do to come back. Because after he lost to Tony Harrison, he did come back strong. And you know he was down. He was depressed. He was, you know, he showed emotions in a post-fight interview. But he got stronger. He went back to the drawing board and he got stronger. And he got serious. 
you know? And maybe for fighter or fighter, these guys can have this type of conversation as brothers. So, again, let's tone it down. This is unnecessary tension. And y'all already know, man, this is Punch Run Boxing, Mr. Moonshine. Subscribe to the channel. Hit the notification bell. Get my updated videos on my YouTube. Subscribe to the Subscribe to, to the to the podcast, the smelling the smelling salt podcast, and subscribe to the website punchdrunkboxing.net. I love y'all. God bless. The best investment you can make in your world is have God in your heart. You already know we here rented. This is rented right here, but we're trying to finance our way to heaven. Gonna be there forever. Forever and ever in paradise. We're brothers and sisters, sons and daughters of the most high. I love y'all. God bless and on to the next.